This is Boat Crew RPG with Raging Grannies. Hello everyone. We're back today with another indie game. We're going to be playing Raging Grannies. It's a game designed by Alicia Furness and the art is I'm going to butcher this name. I said this beforehand. But I don't I don't speak Spanish very well. So Ignacio Santander Alfonso made the art for it. Raging Grannies is a game uh, of fantasy fighting grandmas, riddling, ridding the world world of evil between their tea and their bridge games, using the wisdom of age and a lifetime of experience to rid the rid the world of monsters. They are usually human and ageism. Uh, but sometimes they're also humans. There, I want to give a little trigger warning uh, before we dive into this. Also to my players, they know that this trigger warning is there. Um, it's a game dealing with grandmothers in a world that isn't always nice to grandmothers and thinks that they should just go sit home and be safe. So there might be some ageism involved. There might also be some... Uh, misogyny involved, even though that gives me the creep, so I'm unlikely to really do it, but it might slip in. Just in case you do not feel uh, great about this, maybe skip this episode. If you're like, okay, I want to try it out, go ahead and listen along. We'd love to have you on this run. So our grandmas today are played by Quinn, Tillman, and Monica. Unfortunately, they have not made grandmas yet, because one of the things that I like the most about indie games is that you get to quickly design whatever character you're going to play. So let's dive into that. Guys, can you start rolling 3D6s for me? These 3D6s will tell our characters or our players um, what the career background of their grandma is, which is a bunch of the traditional uh, fantasy backgrounds like paladin and archer, but also a town guard, for instance. Uh, their fighting style, and they might have, then they will have, not might have, a hidden talent. So, guys, who wants to introduce their grandmas first? Monica, I see that you have already created your grandma fully. Uh, can you introduce her to us? Sure. Today I will be playing Belinda Steele. She is in her late 70s, but she will never admit to that. Of course, she's had a lot of plastic surgery done to look well below that age. Uh, so upon looking at her, you would think that she was maybe in her late 40s, early 50s. Uh, she dyes her hair black, ebony black, raven's feather black. Uh, she's got medium toned blue eyes. You can't really tell if it's cataracts or not. She insists that it's a natural color. And she's had her lips done. So she's got big, full, plump lips that she always stains red. She, I'm going for the archetype of the hunter. You know, she's always on the hunt for a good bargain. And that translates to every aspect of her life. Her fighting style would be the long point sticks, which she would use to keep her hair up. And I imagine that when she whips them out of her beautiful ebony hair, they can grow in size, and that is what she can use for battle. 
and her hidden talent is backyard rodent watching. She does have a vole named Sterling that she keeps in her pocket at all times. He's kind of like her emotional support rodent. And that is my character. So, Monica, I got distracted by your name for just a hot second. What is the name of your vole? His name is Sterling. Of course. Uh, Quinn or Tillman? Whoever wants to go next. Okay, then uh, I'm next up, I guess. I'm playing Rosa the Paladin. Her fighting style is fists and four heads. And I also rolled um, that my hidden talent is backyard rodent watching. Now, my question is, um, does it make sense to keep that? That would mean we both have it, um, Belinda and Rosa. Or should I re-roll that, maybe? That could be our rivalry. <laughs> we stare at the same rodents from... <laughs> Two different houses that share the same backyard area. It could be, but your special will also give you a plus one on certain roles. So um, game-wise, it might be nicer to have a different one. Hmm. So do you do you go for role play where you instantly have a connection to Belinda, or do you go for uh, pure mechanics where it would be more beneficial? Uh, to have a different one uh, I feel like taking baking unusual pies um, and role play wise I would say uh, she's probably now in her early 80s but of course uh, she's still very active and nimble um, and she was the first woman to take over uh, like a large industrial sized bakery not one of those small ones. Um, and everyone um, doubted that she could handle herself there in the role of a businessman. Um, and they wanted to push her down back into the um, like large industrial-sized kitchen areas. Um, but not only did she succeed, she also um, brought the uh, bakery to new heights. And her secret was, of course, to triple the sugar amount uh, in the pastries of course because that is the way to let everyone get addicted to your cookies and your cakes and your baking stuffs okay two grandmas down that leaves our last grandma quinn all right so for my character i have made olga and demis one word <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sorry Will you for be her... very, very, very uh, disappointed if I ask for an abbreviation of the name? <laughs> or can you spell it out for me? Because I didn't quite get it. Olga and Demace. And so despite her despite her name, she actually she she in her in her in her youth, she was great at archery. But as time went on, she found that. You know, just sticking to one weapon wasn't really the thing. It's you need a weapon for any occasion. And she found that despite her, despite growing up in a somewhat rough person and her youth, she found that rescuing tiny monsters helped soften the rough edges of her personality. And so she eventually like founded her own like little tiny monster shelter. 
And so now she 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 tends that helps helps you know relocate monsters to <laughs> to deserving homes and stuff. And she will absolutely, but she will absolutely dominate you in a bridge game. She is the terror of bridge games. A true woman to my heart. Okay, so now we have that all figured out. There's a couple questions in the character creations that I would like to go through. Um, the first one is. Which granny in the group have you known the longest and how did you meet? Quinn, let's start with you because you were last last time. All right. I think I, I, I want to say I, I might know Belinda Steele the longest. So how did Belinda and you meet? <laughs> Linda, what do you what do you want to say? What do you think we how do you think we met? Uh, I think maybe like they I think maybe they met different like I don't want to, I want to say like doing a card game <laughs> many, many years ago. And after Olga took all the money, she, 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 <laughs> Belinda tried, decided to track her down, get some of her back. But at the, but unfortunately fortunately for Olga, she managed to uh, calm Belinda down by offering her a pet bowl that she had been, she had recently, she had been carrying around for a few days and trying to, Trying to get rid of because she couldn't really you know, you know take care of it herself. She was just like, oh, I can't just leave it alone. Got to give it to somebody. It's you know got a bad leg. Yes, I love that. Uh, Belinda, of course, being an international sales director uh, in the pots and pans industry, she is well known for providing the best quality grade you know, pots, pans, and baking sheets to grannies all over. So you are she is forever in your debt for her pet bowl. So in her eyes, you get free pots and pans for life. Excellent. Okay. So next up, Tillman, who does Rosa know the longest and how did they meet? Um, uh, difficult. I was inclined to uh, pick Belinda because she's also um, a businesswoman. And if she is really in the pots and pans, your bakery industry could definitely use that. Yeah, we probably uh, get like uh, baking sheets and trays from uh, Steels um, or whatever the name of the company is. I mean, we haven't uh, haven't made that clear exactly. Um, so yeah, they probably met at like trade shows just uh, when uh, Rosa took over the company and tried to like uh, reinvent production processes. And they had a good working relationship being both women uh, in this male-dominated world. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Monica, who did Belinda meet first? Well, since voles have a naturally short lifespan, I'm going to guess I met Rosa first, especially since we're both businesswomen, even though we're, you know, older women. We've had successful businesses and have likely partnered for many years. Okay, note it down. The so next question is, which granny made a faux pas? Wow, that was all of a sudden French. Faux pas? I, I'm too multilingual. Lingual. Facts piss. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> which granny crossed you? You cannot let it go. And what was it? Um, we started with Monica once. We started with Quinn once. So let's start with you, Tillman. Uh, so, Olga, you said uh, you uh, have pets. Is that correct? Trying to figure this one out. Yeah, so she 
runs like a uh, it's like a tiny monster animal shelter ish thing. Would you say you take the tiny monsters on walks? Probably, yeah. The ones who need walks, yeah. So I imagine there was like a huge scene at um, like one of the bakery uh, stores that uh, Rosa stocks. And Olga walked in with like her flock of tiny monsters and scared off not only all the customers, but trashed the whole place and then um, demanded to see the manager because clearly uh, her tiny monsters were startled by the staff members. And of course, it, Olga, well, if, 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 if a mess is made, it's not Olga's fault. It's your fault for not preventing the mess in the first place, you, you dingbat. Yeah, and it was a bad uh, publicity thing because the press, uh, of course, believed Olga's story. And then we had to deal with the fact that, um, you know, we're not pet and animal friendly at our store. So that's something I really uh, cannot let go. Yeah. It was a stain on your reputation. It has never been the same ever since. Yeah, you grew past that point, but like there is always that that gap in revenue. If you look through the books of all the years of that one incident, Olga, is this incident also still on your mind, or is there someone someone else that you have a lasting feud with, or at least one sided feud with? Um, hmm. I think I think that probably would be also the the thing for uh, uh, Olga to hold over to hold against Rosa, just being like, "Also, oh, I so I come into I come into the store. My pets are perfectly behaved. They, they they I make sure to train them. I train them myself. I do everything, and then and so I come into your store. Then they go crazy because in your store, so it must be your fault. And you and you dare try to blame me and them for it? Shame." Just shame on you. Somebody that blames animal cannot be animals for anything cannot be your friend, right? Absolutely. I got you. So Belinda, that means that your feud is likely not two-sided. What is your feud with and with and who is it with? I have a very big problem with Rosa for many reasons. Number one, since we both enjoy similar hobbies, she often forgets that my darling pet, Sterling, is a vole, not a hamster. That is a grievous offense in my book, especially from a fellow rodent observer. And secondly, but most importantly, I have heard through the grapevine that she has accused me of copying the recipe for her favorite pomegranate pie recipe, which is absolutely unsubstantiated, even though I have watched her make it dozens of times. I would never put ginger or cinnamon in mine. Therefore, they're clearly very different recipes. And I don't appreciate that she's smearing my name in the local circles. Oof, that's that's a deep cut. Yeah. Well, that was the end of our questions. Now, there's only one thing left to do because that this wouldn't really be a role-playing game if you didn't have to roll anything. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at the four stats and... You all are going to assign minus one, zero, one, or two to the follow to the following stats. So the stats are guts, which is how brave and strong you are, 
stories, which is your knowledge skill and, and personality skill, hustle, which is your quickness, and that is both in words and on your feet, and grit, which is how much your body can take. So how much can your teeth grit until you yeah, break, basically? Let me know when that all is done, and then we, uh, we can dive into it. So I see that everyone is done. So on the GM side of this game, uh, I had to roll for a location, a villain, and whatever weird stuff is happening. Um, about the weird stuff, I have one more question that I want to add. Who here has a garden? Well, we know Belinda has a garden because likely has a garden, I think. Um, but can somebody argue that they have a bigger garden? Not me, probably. I mean, if a, if a patch of grass that you fence off and sometimes food grows there, is, does that count as a garden? It's bigger. It is. All right. Then I guess she has a bigger garden with heavy quotation marks. Okay. If you have the biggest garden, then it is you that saw something as soon as you woke up this morning and opened your curtains. You looked at the patch of the garden where you had probably planted some some corn or something and the corn has withered and died overnight it was nice and green yesterday and all of a sudden it is brown and dried out completely uh well if we've been eating i understand that will and died something's afoot someone's trying to sabotage me might have to make the body pile out in the secret secret location grow a bit bigger tonight I, th- I thought I thought I left that behind for good. Ah, oh, whatever. It's probably nothing. On top of your garden, there is at least something that brings you all together in the local tavern. Uh, I was thinking maybe it's bridge or just a cards game, maybe even a tournament. If you guys are all okay with that, okay. I get a lot of head nods, so now we have a big bridge tournament in the local tavern. So that's where you guys all meet. You all meet at the local tavern on this bridge tournament. And the tavern keep is very happy to see you all. You are all regulars here. And yeah, the tournament is the event of the year, of course, at least as he would put it. Ah, isn't this a wonderful day for all you old folk? This is this, yeah. This is the event for the year of the year for you ladies, isn't it? Olga is just glad for it because it's sometimes it's hard to get the other other ladies of the town to join her in a bridge game just because she wins more often than not. And she gets competitive over it. And so it's she always she always appreciates when everyone there's there's a bit of a social pressure to get in the game and let and let and give her victims, I mean opponents, to face off and bridge. How do Rosa and Belinda feel about the bridge tournament? Belinda, why don't you go first? Belinda's really seeing this as a marketing opportunity. She, of course, wouldn't be caught dead in a room full of old people like this. She's here because she knows old people love to cook and bake. And who better to peddle products? than the international sales director, Belinda Steele. So that is her motivation for coming here. And I imagine she would drag Rosa along 
to kind of convince her that this is a good opportunity for her to get some new clients. So Rosa, she wasn't very excited about this uh, tournament last year. She lost in the first round. But this year, she decided to bring her own set of dice and it's going to give her some good luck out of character. Of course, I know that Bridge doesn't have dice, but I mean, Rosa doesn't need to know that. <laughs> that explains why she lost in the first round last year. I was very confused why we were bringing dice to a Bridge game. But that explains a lot. Yeah. So yeah, the the tavern keep is just standing in the opening of uh, the tavern, letting everyone in with his very much uh, limited view of uh, whatever you people do every day. Because apparently he just thinks that you are sitting in your garden, sitting in your houses, just staring out of the window, waiting to wither and die. There also... The, there is also, of course, other folk from the village, among which is a older gentleman who runs one of the, the farms that is close by. He, it's a family farm. His son technically took it over, but yeah, he's still running the farm. Let's be honest. He never trusted his son anyway. So Benny is also at the bridge tournament and he is he, he walks up to Rosa and says, Rosa, I mean, you gotta hear the story. I I I want I went out into the field. I, I did, like I always do, every morning. And I was there and all my plants were gone. They are just dried up. What plants just dry up if I irrigate them every fucking day? Why why did you choose to irritate your plant? Why uh, plants? Why would you do that? Of course they will shrivel up and dry. Don't irritate your plants. I've been telling you. Irrigate, Rosa. Irrigate. Really, you gotta visit some sorcerer or wizard or something to get your hearing aid fixed because this is not working. Irrigate. You know water? Oh yeah, yeah, they've probably been lacking water. I just told you, it gives them water every day. Uh, and then I don't know. Um, Rosa, I'm telling you, there's something up. And it's not my plants. I don't know much about plants anyway. I don't keep a garden anymore. Maybe you should ask Olga or Belinda. I, where are they anyway? Yeah, where are they anyway? <laughs> Olga will probably be... You know, I, I don't. Uh, she'd probably be like you know, deep in concentration in her, in her personal uh, bridge game against her against her most her her, uh, her nemesis in the in the village. That that's Sus that Susan. She 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 looks harmless, but she is a devious, cunning mastermind of bridge game, and it takes it takes all her concentration just to make sure she she stays a victor this year. So if you want, you can roll me a... I think this would be story, stories, because you just have to... I always think of Bridge as a very difficult game where you have to use a big chunk of your brain. All right, so that's uh, just... Okay. I got a two. Oof. Olga, this is not your day. And and she is clearly having a much better day than you are because you are losing. You lost your first game. 
How did that happen? And so I don't know how bridge works. So I'm I'm totally randomly guessing. I know there's something, but you can have no trumps, but you get you you're just sort of out of the game for a brief moment. I I don't know. I've never played a bridge game in my life. So I think that she she was so focused on Susan, her nemesis, that she failed to account for the team up of Susan. And Deborah, her next door neighbor, she 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 completely, completely blindsided her. That team up is just killing. Deborah snuck behind Susan and was making all these weird gestures, whispering in Susan's ear, distracting you from the entire game. Yeah, that just meant you basically handed it to her, unfortunately. But luckily, this was just a quote unquote training round, so you can. Definitely, definitely just kill her further on into the tournament. But that does mean that you overhear the last part of the conversation that Rosa was having with Benny, telling her or telling Rosa about these withered plants. Wait, your plants died too? I just feel like your burst just burst into the conversation without even a introduction. Just- I thought I thought someone was just messing with my garden. I knew, I knew I, knew I shouldn't. Have, I mean, I, I did. There was that time. No, no, no sorry, never mind. Irrelevant. Don't, no, don't mention the body pile. Don't mention the body pile. I mean, you don't have to hide the body pile. Like that's that's all good and in the past. But yes, my plans also withered. I was I was I was having a nice field full of potatoes. All gone. And potatoes, they are super hardy. They should just be there. But no, just gone. Overnight. All of them? All of them. The entire lot. Completely dried out. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if anyone else has had this problem. And th- <laughs> and she will, like, go to, like... At this point, Olga will seek out Belinda just because she knows for a fact that Belinda has one of those neat and, ma- and organized gardens that... <laughs> Befuddles Olga. She like she knows she has a basic idea behind in her head. You know, puts put put the seeds in the ground and water it and stuff. But beyond that, it it it, it, it just makes no sense to her. It escapes it, the complexities escape her mind. So Belinda would have been walking in as she hears everything that's going on regarding these gardens, and she is very ill-fittingly dressed for someone her age. She's a bit showy. She likes tight dresses and things that accentuate what she believes to be her curves. Um, You know, she wears like the high-heeled, thigh-high boots, that sort of thing. She's, you know, very inappropriate, according to the other grannies, to herself, of course, a fashionista. So she struts in one hand on her hip and the other hand holding a very, you know, sparkly rhinestone covered clutch and she approaches Olga and says oh I've heard all about that it's all over town my garden has been experiencing a bit of a drought but not all of it specifically my pomegranate tree and she kind of side eyes Rosa and knowing that she's a little hard of hearing she approaches her and says, Rosa, you wouldn't know anything about that, would ya? About 
Yes, the, the pomegranate recipe. You took it from me. I didn't take a damn thing from you, you old coot. What I'm telling you right now is you messed with my tree. And don't act innocent, Rosa. I know it was you. I did not mess with your tea. Why would I ever do such a thing? Somebody needs to get that wax out of her ear canals. Rosa, not the tea, darling, the tree. My pomegranate tree. You poisoned it. Why Why would I do such a thing? Oh, you know why? Because you're trying to steal my recipe. That doesn't make sense in the slightest. First, it's my recipe. Secondly, your pomegranates are worthless. The, the tree doesn't grow here. It needs to go, I don't know, somewhere sunny. Well, first of all, as I've explained to you time and time again, my recipe and your recipe are not the same recipe. You need to stop spreading that around town. It's making me look bad. And secondly, my pomegranate tree does in fact bloom and it does in fact bring me fruit, fruit that you were jealous of because your pomegranate recipe for your pomegranate pie is so ancient that when you came up with it, the Dead Sea was still just slightly sick, baby. Wait, wait, Benny chimes in. You're saying that you also experienced a drought, a drought in your garden. But very localized and weird. Yeah, my tree. It was beautiful. It was blooming. It was fabulous. And then it's just withered. It's dead. Leaves crispy. Who is targeting all of these old people with just water drying up overnight? It's like my wife. She also dried up overnight. Who would be targeting these horrible old people and me? Well, I mean, I, I, know, I, I used to know a few people who would do that. Most of them are in the body pile now. But what now? Uh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Herman, the tavern keeps, walks over and says, Ah, oh, Olga, you with your body pile. You know, you killed one person and that's bad enough. But you've been exaggerating that it did. They're just because this one person has just multiplied over the years that I have known you. That's because they keep coming back. And I keep burying the same, I keep burying him and burying him next to his own bodies, but he keeps coming back. There, there. Right. Did you take your medication this morning? Of course. Right. I will, I will sign a note towards the quack and then see if he can uh, check you out next week. Speaking of quacks, how's your pet? How's that? How's that uh, famed duck I, I uh, gave you? Oh, it tasted delicious. Excellent. Benny just is staring at you in disbelief how you can just move on to a different topic altogether in such a short time. So I think he turns more to Belinda and says, so what are you going to do? Somebody has to do something about about this this, this lo- very localized drought, I think. Well, obviously the thief's right here. The culprit's right here. It's Rosa. Oh, you can't be serious. Rosa cannot even understand tea from from tree and from three. Like she cannot even distinguish those three things. That's what you think. It's an act. She's so much smarter than she looks. She's really beguiling this one. She's this is all an act. You think she's deaf and dumb? She's absolutely not. 
she can probably hear better than all of us put together. So what have you guys been doing with the trout in your gardens? Stop it, Rosa. Well, well, I, I know it's the, you. I find the sky trout best need uh, best need to get, get fresh greens. I find that, that that's what they need for the for the best uh, luster to their fish scales. What in the world is wrong with the two of you? Don't you see? We have a crisis. I can only imagine Belinda saying that while just flapping her hands up and down to cool down her face. Uh, Herman is still standing with you all. And he's, well, if you old folks have a crisis because you forgot to water your plants one day, that's all good and dandy. Um, But do you still want to play the tournament? Because we're going to start real soon. Oh, hell yes, sucker. He blinks a couple times just at you calling him sucker and decides to not say anything about it, but walk to the bar. Benny, however, is still clearly in distress. Belinda, if you are going to exactly, if you are indeed going to do something about it, like I, I cannot help. I have, the, I have an entire field to replant. I have this, this bridge tournament to win. I mean, there is just not no time in the world here. Oh, Benny, Benny, don't you worry. Don't you worry. You know what? I've got this. You know, I, I could use a little help from Olga, but if she's going to play bridge. But don't you worry your pretty little head. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to find out exactly, and she's pointing at Rose's head, exactly who the culprit of this is. We're going to gather the evidence and we'll see what's what. Don't you worry about a thing. I am an international sales director. I can track anything from anyone. Believe you me, I'll get to the bottom of this. Are you saying you're also a spy? I cannot confirm or deny that. Okay, Rosa. Hmm, that's exactly what a spy would say. Funny how you heard that just fine. Okay, um, because I also do not quite know the rules of bridge. Uh, I think we're just going to speed run our, our way through that tournament, which means we're going to do a bunch of story rules. Um, you will each start against an opponent, so I will also be rolling, but I will be rolling in secret. Uh, and then we're just going to see who, who gets the highest, longest, I think. So, Olga, you are first paired with Benny. Uh, Rosa, you are first paired with Susan. And Belinda is first paired with Deborah. All right. So, can I just say, for this one, Olga is going to, after seeing the uh, dastardly team up of Deborah and Susan, Olga is going to have to resort to her special moves. So, so can I use hustle instead of stories for what was he to get the bridge card she has like tucked under her sleeves you can definitely use hustle to play so quick and use your words and mind so quickly that benny cannot follow you excellent that's a four. Oh, sorry i forgot that too but yeah it's a four so you do win the tournament however uh you next still don't get paired with with your nemesis susan but you will face who if whoever wins between deborah and belinda so that's the 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 little cost that i want to put on this is you don't get the satisfaction of defeating your arch nemesis just yet rosa how is your tournament going 
So I rolled a five, which is the best outcome I could possibly achieve. So I'm assuming I uh, completely distract my opponent by playing the king of spades in attack mode. <laughs> and the ensuing chaos is uh, so uh, weird that I somehow managed to win the game. Well, we're not just playing regular bridge. Oh, no, we're playing high fantasy bridge. No one knows the rules. They change every single every single game. It takes the most cunning to win the high I, I, fantasy bridge. Actually, I assume Rosa just throws a fit when tell her that she's not playing by the rules and she's so insistent and um, annoying about it that eventually her opponent just gives up. It might even be a combination of two things. So you indeed play your king of spades in attack mode. That sets off Susan's entire rage because you have you have betrayed the gods of bridge the blue eyes white dragon is upset with you so extremely upset how dare and she basically table flips and herman has to drag her out of the door kick her out of the tournament she is not even you don't only win she's disqualified olga you just saw that your opponent, your the opponent that you had just planned for the final to kill that last little bit of hope in her soul of winning this year, being kicked out of the door. It's always the same with her. Such a troublemaker. She really can't lose. There Rosa goes. There Rosa goes. Stealing my thunder. I'll get her for this. Yeah, she really was stealing the fun. Uh, it's getting tense here. Belinda, how does your tournament to Debra go? Because Debra might be the only the only way to satisfy Olga's mind just a little bit. If not Susan, then her right-hand woman. Unfortunately, Belinda has not played cards. At least not this game. She's only ever known strip poker which she's won at, of course, every single time. But this is a foreign game to her. When she starts, she gets confused by the rules. She keeps looking at Rosa. She gets accused of cheating. So she does not best her opponent. So unfortunately, you are out of the tournament real quickly. Olga, that does mean that you get to face off against Deborah, which is nice. Um, Rosa, you get to face off against the mayor who is called Arnold. He's not really, really great at bridge, but he gets around. He's just nasty. He has all these opinions that women are made for the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. So should we roll again? <laughs> yep, we're going to do three rounds unless both of you are now out. Can I use my hustle again for this? And also... Well, I'll let you do it once, so it would be rude to tell you you couldn't do it twice. You are you. one of the best bridge players in this town. We established that. Well, good. I got a three. It is intense. It is one of the most intense games of bridge that has ever bridged. But the abridged version of this game is that you still win. But now also Deborah is out of the game. And it gets ugly. So ugly that Deborah starts throwing hands. Oh no. 
Okay, uh, what should I roll for that to deal with thrown hands? Well, you can do a couple things. You can uh, go full out and, and throw hands back uh, and roll with, uh, with guts. You can also roll with grit and just take it and see how that goes. I think I'll go with guts. Just she, she does not back down from a challenge. She is Olga and Demis. She, yeah. she, she does not f- retreat from fights. Especially not during bridge. Exactly. No matter what other people say, the body pile is there for a reason. And by God, she will add to that. Even in her old age now, she will not stop. <laughs> not a four. So you punch her in the face and Olga goes, or Olga goes knockout. No, Deborah goes knockout. Uh, but she also managed to, with her, her extended nails, and somehow nails of old women are always very long, pointy and sharp. So she managed to scratch your face open in the process. It's gnarly. It's not as gnarly as uh, one of the dogs once did to you. It's not as gnarly as the cats. It's not as gnarly as the voles. Not as gnarly as the horrible fanged. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't come up with a name. Just insert your own horrible fanged, whatever animal you want to in, in the space. There was that one cyber tooth tiger that walked through the city at one point, which was wild. Um, you tried to tame it, it wasn't tameable, it turned out. But this is this is worse. This old lady did not clean her nails well. Oh, yeah, it's it's as I said, it is gnarly, but you won, and that's the most important thing for now. Rosa, how did your end uh, of the bridge tournament against Arnold go? I rolled a four, which means I fail or succeed at a cost. <laughs> I like succeeding at a cost and then yeah. just saying that you fail on a one or a two. Fair, but I'm not really sure where to go. <laughs> well. You did face off Arnold the Mayor, who is called Arnold the Major uh, in full. And he has, among others, a major ego. So what he does is he fully projects all his masculinity and all his butthurtness about being defeated by a lady uh, in a game that should definitely only be played by men uh, in your face and and threatens you with a ban from the bridge club, which he supposedly, according to himself, is the chair of. So you did win, but you managed to defeat the chair of the local bridge club and therefore are banned from the bridge club for at least a couple weeks. I'm feeling pretty good about this. He's another one of those people uh, who make up rules on the spot when I'm just trying to play uh, normally. Um, Thinking back to the first game, I also won with my winning strategy. Um, Yeah, and I really don't take this uh, male authority figure attitude really well. So, yeah, feeling pretty good about this. Yeah, you had it coming. You've You've been training for Bridge for a year now because... Last year you lost. And now it is time for the ultimate finale of the bridge tournament so that we can finally go on with the story about withered plants between Olga 
and Rosa. And I'm going to make this really simple. We're just going to do a plain roll off because otherwise both of you could win and both of you could lose. And that's not fun in, in a finale. So I believe I got a three and Tillman got a five. Olga, tell me something that distracted you in the tavern so much that Rosa managed to get uh, one one round more than you did. I'm going to say that, you know, she was, that Olga was, uh, you know, she had learned from her previous mistake of uh, focusing on, only focusing on her opponent. So she's like scanning the crowd, making sure no one else is trying to like give uh, Rosa, like, you know, she's not going to fault another team up again. So she's like scanning the crowd, making sure no one's trying to help Rosa in her, with her with her bridge game. And so as she does so, she sees, looks out the window and she manages to see like a tree like out in like the the, the village square, like wither and die right before her eyes. And and so that so that's distracts her enough that Rosa manages to like confusion like <laughs> to like sneak in or win. So Rosa, that distraction would have been enough for most bridge players to win easily. But you decided to go one step further and just crush all the hope that Olga still had of winning. What did you do in the last round of the bridge tournament that completed your victory? Hmm. (laughs) So I think while everyone was distracted, uh, Rosa was really focused on the game still dedicated to winning this tournament um, and with her powers of mind control she was able to read all the cards uh, in uh, Olga's uh, hand and predict her every move and of course it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, Olga was sitting in front of a mirror and Rosa could read all the cards but <laughs> She won brilliantly and uh, everyone was uh, awestruck. You you came from behind and you went all the way forward in only a year. That's something to be applauded. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.